everyone, and welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Sarah, and today I'm here with Emery, who spent the past semester abroad in Florence, Italy. So I'll give her a second to introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Emery. I'm a current, I'm a second semester junior here at St. Norbert. Um, like Sarah said, I studied abroad um, in Florence, Italy at Florence University of the Arts uh, last semester, so fall 2019. And I'm a psychology major with a sociology minor. Yeah. Okay. So kind of to start, why did you choose Florence for your semester abroad? So originally when I started like looking at um, studying abroad, I was interested in doing like New Zealand or something like that. But I eventually decided that I wanted to go to Europe um, just because it was um, easier for like my family to come visit Mm -hmm. um, and my aunt lives in Germany. So I had family while I was there. Um, And I've always really been interested in like Italy. I feel like it's just a uh, really cool culture. Like it, they focus a lot on like art and architecture and music. And I played violin for a really long time. So I was really interested in like um, music and stuff. And uh, I was originally looking at Rome, but when I was talking to, um, one of the former study abroad advisors, he was telling me that Florence was a lot more like small town yeah. feel, and I really was just drawn to it. And I visited Rome when I was abroad, and I was further like cemented my mm-hmm. like happiness with like choosing Florence over Rome because Rome was just so hectic. And I'm sure like if you were there for a semester, like you would find like the little yeah. pockets of not hecticness, but Florence, I think in general is just like felt very like close knit. Mm-hmm. That. So that's good that you were able to know you made the right decision yeah. when you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were there, what kind of classes did you take? So when I was abroad, I took mostly cores, like advanced cores and stuff like that. But um, I took uh, one psychology course. I took social, social psychology and then the rest was I took um, an elementary Italian course. Oh, okay. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a class called Sacred Florence Walks for my advanced Catholic imagination core, and it was basically like we walked around Florence and like learned about how like um, religion has influenced like Florence throughout its history and like how it's like you can see it in the architecture and just like mm-hmm. how everything was built. Which I I think that was one of my favorite classes, and else did I take I also took this class called cultural introduction to Italy which like a week before I went like my program started I was um I went early and like I was in this class where we just like traveled around Italy and like learning about Mm -hmm. like the Italian language like how Italian culture is different than U.S. culture and it was really interesting class oh that's really cool and it's nice too you said you gotta like go out in the city and actually see right, stuff yeah. and not just be in a classroom the whole time. Yeah, it was really cool just like when I was like not in class, like being able to walk around and like know a bunch of facts about stuff and like especially when my parents came to visit me, I like was like their own little tour guide, yeah. like being able to be like, Oh, like this is the story on this building and it's um of course like they have like the standard touristy stuff that mm-hmm. like they have tours for, but yeah. um, my professor focused a lot on like the little things in um, the city that people don't really know about. So it gave me like more of like a local perspective, I think. Yeah, definitely. That's really cool. So what kind of, I guess, how would you describe the Italian culture or maybe <laughs> like what are some similarities, differences from here? 
I think I guess the biggest difference is just like the pace of life I feel like is a lot slower in Italy versus the U.S. Um, They eat meals a lot later, which is Mm -hmm. a big adjustment, especially like I feel like everyone in college, like we have to like eat dinner so early because like the calf closes at like six. (laughs) Um, But it was a big adjustment just like knowing like oh I can't really like go out to eat like at six like I normally can because they'll like look at you weird they'll be like we're not serving dinner now like I don't know what you want from me um a lot of a big thing that I noticed was especially like being from the midwest um just like walking down streets and stuff I like would want to like wave to people like people I didn't know Italians like once you get to know them they're very like they are very welcoming and want to get to know you and stuff like that but like on the surface level when you're just like walking around town like they just like are like I'm gonna get to where I want to go and I'm just gonna like look like I'm ready to kill someone honestly (laughs) very straight face yeah very straight face so like as a midwesterner specifically I a lot of my I had a couple friends from like New York and stuff like that and they didn't have that um, cultural difference but like I know, like, me specifically, just being from Midwest, I was like, wow, like, Mm -hmm. I want to say hi to people when people are, like, looking at me weird. Uh Uh-huh. So, I guess this kind of plays into the next question I was going to ask you. Um, How did you feel, like, if the locals were welcoming to you when you first got there? Or maybe towards the end, did you see yourself as a local? Um... I think at first it was, especially because I went in, like, not knowing any Italian, really. Um, it was harder, mostly just because of the language barrier. Like, mm-hmm. when you would go into, like, shops and restaurants and stuff like that, they would be, like, very nice and, like, being like, oh, like, uh, how hi, how are you? And it was just, like, I didn't have the vocabulary to really, like, communicate with them. And so, like, by the end, when I had, like, through my Italian class and then just like being in Italy like I learned some and I was able to communicate with them more so like they are welcoming but I just didn't have the means in the beginning Mm -hmm. to really communicate with them as much as I would have liked okay yeah so did you ever experience any other language barriers or what about for your classes so um in my classes it's so like my school Florence University Arts was like it's designed as like a study abroad school okay so all of my classes were in English and all of my like classmates were also study abroad students which was an interesting Mm -hmm. um perspective because I know a lot lot of people like do direct transfers and stuff like that and they are with other people like from the country Mm -hmm. which I think would have been cool but I liked my classes and I my professors were Italian so I got like some sort of like aspects of like having someone from a different culture teaching me the classes so like I was getting that cultural difference in my in what they were what I was being taught but they were all in English so okay well that helps for learning wise (laughs) right I don't think I would have been able to like directly enroll in like an Italian school Mm -hmm. I just don't have the language to do that yeah well it's good to know you can still go to a country that doesn't speak English as a first language one of like the main reasons why I chose to like go to Italy was because I really wanted to be in a place where I was forced to learn another language Mm -hmm. because I think there's really no other time that you're going to be in a foreign country that's not your current like your main language yeah it really tests you and like 
if you want to be able to communicate with people, you really have to try and like mm-hmm. learn language. Yeah, that definitely seems like the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your living situation like when you were abroad? So I lived in an apartment in the city of Florence with other study abroad students, um, but there was other apartments in like my apartment building and they had like Italians in them. So it was like an Italian apartment building, but like my apartment itself was just mm-hmm. study abroad students. Okay. And did you like having kind of that roommate feel? Um, I liked having like roommates that were kind of like in a similar situation where like, we're kind of like in a different culture. Like yeah. it was kind of having like a sense of familiarity in the fact that we were, like, all from the U.S., but all of them are, like, from different parts of the U.S., so it was interesting to, like, learn about other parts of the mm-hmm. U.S. because no, no one was from the Midwest. They were all, like, from California and the oh, West okay. Coast and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so it was um, cool to learn about a different culture, but also, like, being from the U.S., we had, like, some similarities and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, I guess, aside from any language barriers, what was, you'd say, the biggest challenge that you faced abroad? Um, I'd say, like, the biggest challenge I faced was just, like, being homesick for, like, some familiarity at some mm-hmm. times. Like, of course, like, in the beginning, like, everything's new and exciting, but, yeah. like, near the middle, I noticed, like, um, just, like, even, like, how the grocery store is, like, set up. They're very small, mm-hmm. and, um, it's, everything's in Italian, so it's, like, hard to, like, read labels sometimes, and it's just, like, it was, like, all pasta and, like, <laughs> love pasta but like you get to a point where like you've had so much pasta you just like want something else yeah switch it up yeah and like they don't like have places like target where you can kind of mm-hmm. like get whatever you need in one stop you have to like go to like this store to get this thing and then another store to get another thing and I got sick right before midterms oh, no. and so okay. I had to navigate like going to an Italian pharmacy and <laughs> it turned out okay because like you just kind of, like, go there and, like, you tell them your symptoms and mm-hmm. then they, like, give you stuff. But it was kind of, like, some trial and error where, like, okay, the first time I went, like, it wasn't really – the stuff wasn't really doing anything. So I had to, like, go to another one and be, like, hey, they gave me this and it didn't really work. So that was kind of tough to, like, have to deal with being sick while being yeah, abroad and not having, like – when I'm here, like, I know that I go to Walgreens mm-hmm. and I get certain things. So, like, that was kind of tough. So just, like, the pandemic familiarity like not having um the stuff that I was used to was hard yeah do you think that was like a good maybe personal learning experience for you trying to navigate like the confusion of what do I do in this situation yeah I think um especially because I was the only one from St. Norbert in uh Florence Mm -hmm. my that's my last semester it was it really forced me to uh, reach out and make connections because I didn't have like a direct like connection to like our home school, my home school. So I definitely think it developed further developed my like independence and being okay with like going up to people that I mm-hmm. um, before I would not have gone up to like random people been like, hey, like do you want to go coffee sometime? Yeah, definitely. Um, which I think that was a really big learning experience for me, and I think it positively impacted mm-hmm. me now. And I definitely see how, like, that's affected me just, like, in how I've gotten um, closer with, like, my classmates in my classes this semester, where, Mm -hmm. as, like, my previous semesters here, I've just, like, go to class, do my stuff, hang out with my friends that I've always been friends with. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It kind of gave you a way to change maybe your life back here, even though you're not a anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. 
So um, one of the obviously big things when you're abroad and especially in Europe is to travel. So did you get to travel outside of Florence a lot? Yeah. So I traveled a lot um, just in Italy, like different cities. And then I traveled outside of Italy um, to different countries. So um, in Italy, besides Florence, I went to Rome, Milan, Venice, and a little town called Cremona, which is like near Milan. Um, and then outside of Italy, I went to Hungary, Austria, Switzerland, Germany, and Croatia. And I think my favorite destinations were Switzerland or Croatia. I think they were just like really cool mm-hmm. places to go. Very fun. And you said you had family in Germany. Mm-hmm. So did you get to visit them? Yeah. So one thing that I was like really nervous about going in the fall was because we have like a lot of breaks and stuff in mm-hmm. the fall and especially like Thanksgiving break. That's a very like family central yeah, holiday. Um, so it was really awesome because I got to go visit my aunt um, and my uncle for Thanksgiving. So I was able to have like family on Thanksgiving and, um, it was a very different Thanksgiving. We went to a Mexican restaurant, (laughs) but it was just nice because, um, I don't get to see them that often because they do live in Germany. So it was just awesome to have, like, I feel like I got to know them on a deeper level just because they don't get to come to the U S very often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure they love too having you there, especially (laughs) Thanksgiving. Right. Um, so when you were making like these trips, did you kind of plan far out in advance? Um, so I went, did a lot of my trips through a company called smart trips, which they like kind of like figure out everything for you. And you just like, um, so they like pick you up and like, they drive you in a bus to the locations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I booked them like kind of far in advance, but like not super far in advance. I think like maybe like a month out Mm -hmm. was like the least um planned out that I got but like it I wasn't doing a lot of the planning they were doing a lot of the planning Mm -hmm. um when I but I booked my ticket to Germany to visit my my aunt and my uncle like very last minute which was not the best decision (laughs) because I think it just like got more and more expensive yeah which I think that was just like because it was like around like a holiday and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, I, but I think a lot of people that I like became friends with, they did like um, independent traveling, not through like a company. And a lot of them like booked them like very like the week of or stuff like yeah. that. And it was cheaper. I booked some like trains, like pretty like close to like, like when I went to Cremona, I like booked it like the week, a week out mm-hmm. and they were like pretty reasonable. So yeah, it seems like, I mean, travel there in general is a lot cheaper compared to here. I love traveling by trains. I think they're the best thing Mm -hmm. to ever exist. And I wish they were here because yeah, you don't have to worry about going through airport security. Just get on and get off. Yeah. And it's just like, it was cool because like you were able to see like Italians like traveling because it's like Mm -hmm. just like second nature to them, like traveling by train. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So do you have any, like, general tips for people who want to travel abroad? Um, I think especially, like, so the program that I was in, it was, like, a study abroad school, and I went through a third-party program, which, um, so it was called SAI, and it was, like, I think it's, like, stands for Study Abroad International, so it was, like, um, it's kind of like having, like, the study abroad office in S- from SNC, like, there with you, mm-hmm. where, like, they 
um, walked me through the whole like visa process and they like made sure I was like hitting all the deadlines um, for like preparing to go abroad. And then when I was abroad, they, we had like different orientation stuff mm-hmm. and they had like different like classes throughout the semester. Like I took like a pizza making class and a oh, pasta cool. making class. So that was really cool. But um, so I liked that aspect of having a third party um, and not like direct transfer. But I think you have to be really careful when you do do those like third party transfers. So, like you have to be like extra conscious of like getting out of your comfort zone and because it's very easy to stay in your bubble because you're surrounded by study abroad students yeah so it's very easy to like just like stay with people who are also from the U.S. and um I made it I think it made it easier for me because I didn't have a St. Norbert person with me to Mm -hmm. like branch out because I like had to like make connections but um it definitely if you plan on doing like a third party make sure that you like step out of your comfort zone because it's a little bit harder to like, you're not forced to like step out of your comfort zone if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good advice. Um, so when it came time to leave Florence, how did you feel? Were you ready? Not ready? Um, it was a bittersweet moment for sure. I think at that point I was like, I miss my family. Mm -hmm. I'm like ready for like having the, I I came home like right before Christmas and stuff like that. But I definitely was, like, I made a lot of really good friends mm-hmm. when I was there, and they all live, like, across the U.S., and, like, I made some friends that, like, still, that live in Italy, so it's just, like, was really sad leaving them, and I loved, like, just, I came to love Florence, and I was really sad to leave that experience behind, but I was, like, ready to go home, so it was a mm-hmm. bittersweet experience, I think. Yeah. So do you have a favorite memory from your time abroad? I know it's kind of a hard question, mm. but um, I guess like looking back now, like so when I so when my parents came to visit me, they came to visit me like mid October because I had a week off um, from my classes, mm-hmm. and they were flying into Rome, and so I was going to meet them there by train, and I at the moment like this moment was very stressful, but now looking back, I'm like it was a big learning experience and I was really proud of myself for like staying calm in the situation. So I got on the wrong train originally. Oh no. It wasn't like a huge, huge deal. So I had bought a ticket that was like going to go directly to the airport in Rome because the center of Rome is like a, like a 30 minute train ride Mm -hmm. from the airport. Okay. And so I bought a direct ticket because I didn't want to do like a train transfer Mm -hmm. or anything like that. And I accidentally got on, I got there early because that's just like how I am and that's not how Italians work. (laughs) It's like they're either on time or late. So I got there a little bit early and there a train like came up and I was like, Oh, this must be my train. Mm -hmm. Got on quickly realized it was going to the center of Rome, not the airport. Um, So it could have been much worse. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I like had to talk to the train conductor to be like, make sure I wasn't going to get fined or anything Mm -hmm. like that. She was like, oh, that's fine. Like, just like when you get to the train station, you'll have to buy another ticket. And I was like, all right, great. Everything was figured out. And then our train was delayed two hours. Oh no. So I, it was a really cool experience because, because like when you ever, you're in a situation where like a train or something like gets delayed, you like kind of have to get to know the people around you. So I got to know like a lot of like Italians because it was like 
me and then a bunch of Italians. Mm -hmm. And there was this really cute dog on board. So I was <laughs> like, talking to the owner of the dog. So it was a, I feel like I got to know people um, really well in that situation. So it was a big learning experience and it was just a cool, like, different experience because like I was forced to like talk to people around me yeah and had you not gone on the wrong train then he never would have right yeah so, so yeah. it all works out in the end yeah so <laughs> that was a stressful moment in the moment but now yeah I look back on it and I'm like I'm glad it happened you mm -hmm. know yeah that's cool so I guess kind of overall how do you think that going abroad has changed you as a person um so I think the main thing is like I knew I was going to become more dependent when I was when I went abroad, but I just didn't realize like how independent. And mm -hmm. I think um, especially like uh, especially with like St. Norbert being so small, it's very easy to like connect with people because like everyone's it's very small. Whereas like I went to a pretty big city and while Florence like has that small town feel, mm -hmm. um, you kind of have to like make sure that you like reach out to people and like going by myself I had to like make sure that I was making those connections yeah and so I think I just learned a different sense of an independence that I originally thought I was just like oh like I'm gonna be able to like be feel more comfortable like going to like stuff by myself mm -hmm. but I think the biggest thing I learned was how to like be better about making connections with people that I normally would have been too scared to like go up to someone and just like start up a conversation yeah okay and then lastly um now that you've returned back to campus how has the transition been um I think the transition has been pretty good it helped being at home for break yeah um so I was able to like adjust back to being in the U.S. but I think the biggest thing was like when I was abroad like I went to classes once a week for like three hours mm -hmm. and so like but going to class every single day has, like, been a hard transition. Yeah. And just, like, you don't really get assignments. It's, like, you have midterms and you have finals and mm -hmm. then you have, like, a paper. And you don't really have to do anything, like, outside of those things. So, like, the constant, like, okay, we have this do this, this do then, this do then. It's been adjustment, like, just the amount of schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then do you have any advice for someone who's maybe considering going abroad but still on the fence? I think the biggest thing is, like, just, like, talking to someone who went to the program that you're interested in. Yeah. Um, when I was deciding between Rome and Florence, I talked to people who went to both programs. I went and got coffee with a girl who went to Florence. And I think just getting that insider perspective was made the decision a little bit easier and the study brought office, I think, is a really good resource, and they really give you all the information. Mm -hmm. So I think just, like, making yourself, like, doing all the research, making yourself knowledgeable about, like, where you want to go makes it easier to make that decision. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Um, and for anyone listening who has any questions about the programs we offer, you can go on our website now. Thanks.